0: what's going on podcasting world welcome back to episode probably 84 i think if i remember correctly i don't think we're that far into the 80s i'm pretty sure it's 84 actually cool okay, good that's what i named this file that we're recording <laughs> on anyway so i hope Time it's 84 flies when you're having fun of the core console rx podcast i forgot that part but we're here joined by amelia what's up hey okay i was gonna i was about to say your last name but i didn't know if that was cool or not
1: um, I guess so. I think it's on my Instagram anyways. So. Yeah,
0: Amelia Furbish. Yeah. Do people know our last names? Probably. I, 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 all over the internet, so I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I've included your name on multiple things, so hopefully that's cool. I didn't yeah. ask. Yours isn't, you know, like in the title or anything, so. Well, is I, it? I don't think people oh, realize that's why I named it Core that's Console. That's what that is. Yeah, because people were like, oh, that's why it looks so stupid. Mm-hmm. i was like, yeah, that's why you think I just didn't know how punk- like punctuation <laughs> or grammar worked <laughs> combined... Combined into two <laughs> capitals and one more. It's like, it's like uh, McGregor with the yeah. low <laughs> Yep. Uh, anyways, that's not what we're talking about today. So um, Amelia's joining us. She was here in May, right? May?
1: Yes, I
0: think it was May. With uh, Ryan. Ryan Rosenblatt. We don't <laughs> talk to him anymore. And that guy. <laughs> Just kidding. I miss Ryan. But um, so uh, they were on rotation with me and uh, got to hang out at the clinic and whatnot. And then uh, Amelia went off on her own and um, was actually still uh, making content and stuff for me, which was awesome. And uh, she's actually like the first person that's truly done that, that said they were going to, besides Cole, actually. (laughs) So welcome to the club. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, so she's very, very good at what she does. And then she's recently started her own Instagram page called Happy Pills. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about it.
1: Um, well, I was making a ton of content for you. And then with a little bit of encouragement, I figured I might as well just um, go ahead and make one. Um, it's kind of nice. I feel like I get to combine doing artistic stuff with uh, pharmacy, which is ideal.
0: <laughs> I remember like vividly on rotation because I, I, I try to keep my rotation to be pretty open Except for Cole, when Cole was on rotation, it was a different ball game back then. It was a different era <laughs> in my career. It was. So Cole, I was just like, dude, you gotta work seventeen hours. I don't know where. You're at. I, don't <laughs> it was, know, I don't know what that. Say like open. I don't like, know. What, I was working like. I don't know what to tell you. Eight thirty to ten. Yeah. I was doing your inventory. Yeah, and then I was like, dude, I, I need you to text me those those that content <laughs> at midnight. <laughs> you know, I could be able to sleep tonight, unfortunately. So it was different. It was a different era. Uh-huh. But um, I try to keep my rotation as open as possible to like whatever their interest So Like if a student really wants to teach one day, like I let them work with the PAs and you know in my PA class, and if somebody like really who likes diabetes and you know see patients blah 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 um i haven't had anybody take me up on like letting them go off to the dispensing pharmacy just because they're dying to learn how to do that it's that's weird. that's what i did for a month <laughs> it is again different era well i did do a lot of mtm stuff and whatnot but that's true you yes. said yeah you set the record 15 there, hours straight of that. MTMs. Yeah, lots dude, of them. Cole crushed it. I told mm-hmm. Cole he would never get the, uh, hit the, whatever the previous record was, like $900 of claims, whatever, for the week. Cause there was only like a day left in the week. And I was like, well, oh, you know, we'll hit it this week. But next week, you re- that dude didn't leave that office for literally 15 hours straight. I forgot he was in there. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you did. He oh. came out. He's like, I did it. And he slaps it. <laughs> he uh, like, so we're closing, dude. You got to get out of here. Yeah, he did. He called, he got all the CMRs and he like crushed all of it and set the new record in one day. I was like, well, <laughs> I just feel how horrible my other students were. <laughs> Those were the days, and now I'm just doing 75 flu shots a day. Oof, I'd rather do 75 CMRs probably. That's right. I have some. I have some plans to maybe get cold a different <laughs> position here pretty soon, but we'll see. I haven't told him about that yet. So. That's news to me. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're gonna. Uh, I wanted to definitely talk about um, the whole reason I went on that stupid rant was because. Um, Amelia, I asked her about you know what she kind of wanted to do, and then I realized like she she could draw really well, and I was seeing some of her stuff, and um, and then I realized that like she was really like passionate about art and stuff like that. So I asked her if she wanted to make some content for me, and like I would like. Let her, like, be at, like, one of the desks and, like, work on stuff. And I would go for a couple hours, and same thing. I'd walk by. Like, she's head down. hasn't moved. <laughs> and she's just, like, ripping through content. She's like,
1: I'm having a blast. <laughs> Which is why I chose to go on that rotation, too. I was like, I bet that if I ask him to make content, he'll be like, Absolutely. Well, yeah, usually well.
2: You, well, at the time it was usually like, so student, so uh, I'm going to have you do this and we're going to turn this into a, a post. Like, so can you help me? With a con-? But for you, it was like,
0: yeah, you just can I make the That's content? The she's making the request. I was like, oh, shoot, she's way better at making this stuff than I am. Can you just do this? But yeah, no. Um, So it's one of those things that uh, I'm happy that you got to kind of do what, you know, because uh, what people would consider a hobby, mixed in with a career, because I think you're doing it right as far as the happy pills thing. Thanks. Um, I'm actually gonna turn the volume up on your mic. Just again, I like to keep the listeners involved so they can be (laughs) in it. So Cole, fill us in while we're moving.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about that today, but we're also going to uh, address a topic which goes in line a little bit with what we talked about a few weeks ago, uh, which was antipsychotics. And today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, acute agitation. Um, Amelia will tell you more about it, but specifically uh, like in the ED or inpatient, um, not so much with... um, not so much with, like, long-term treatment or delirium or even, like, ICU sedation, uh, primarily uh, stuff in the ED with somebody being uh, agitated or aggressive.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Is that better? Sound louder? Okay.
2: Yeah. A little bit louder, yeah.
1: Um. So, yeah, we'll be spe- specifically talking about um, treatment of acute agitation and... Um, primarily are IM injections because those are used pretty frequently um, in the setting of being in the ED or being um, on psych. And our main ones, so we've got... um, You talk
0: right into the mic (laughs) like that.
1: Like this? Perfect. Does that sound better? Yeah. Okay. Um, Everyone
0: gets to see behind the scenes today. This is great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: So we've got um, aeropaprazole, Haldol, olanzapine, and ciprazidone, Um, and those are gonna be our IM antipsychotics. And then the other things that are commonly used are benzodiazepines, so um, midazolam and lorazepam are, um, are options for that. And um, we also will see them combined with um, other medications like Benadryl or sometimes promethazine, which can help prevent um, the acute dystonic reactions that can occur with antipsychotics. Um, So, yeah.
2: Yeah, Versed, the midazolam, apparently it's been like hard to get recently and really for the last couple of years, I think. So a lot of times, even though when I was looking at some studies, a lot of people would recommend that like first line it doesn't seem like there are really first line options but for a lot of clinicians I was just their go-to was midazolam um, but it's been hard to get so for the most part a lot of these seem to be reasonably equivalent but there are subtle differences between them and some may work better in some situations
1: definitely I think specifically a or aripiprazole I should say I guess um, is has been shown to be slightly less effective at treating acute agitation than some of the others. Um, and then I feel like everybody always go to is Haldol.
2: Yeah.
0: So, people like that.
1: People like Haldol. I'm,
0: I'm, I got a story about that. Um, actually that I'll share real quick, but, uh, um, and then I want to go back to happy pills a little bit before we actually like leave that alone. Cause I, I want people to like, kind of talk. More. I know you don't like to talk about your <laughs> own stuff, but that's fine. Um, so when I was, my first rotation as a P4, I was with, um, uh, East Cooper Medical in Mount Pleasant and, um, the, uh, my mic still sounds like it's off, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'll Think fix so it okay. in a second. Um, so, uh, I was at East Cooper Medical and, uh, somehow they knew ahead of time that, like, I had done, like, mixed martial arts and stuff like that that had been a pro. Because the first thing they asked me was, like, instead of, like, not, you know, anything about my future career, they are like, I heard you are a pro fighter, and they would ask me all this stuff about that. So... Like, two weeks in, they get, like, a code, whatever the color was. That meant there's somebody being combative, like, in the, uh, in the, there we go. I'm gonna just, I think I turned my own mic down when I was messing with yours. <laughs> I'm switching seats. Um, but there was someone being, like, combative with, uh, like, the nursing staff or whoever, like, in their emergency area. And so they were like, "Corina, let's go. I'm like, which again, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do that with students. But so I left and, like, went and uh, um, followed the... Two guys that were on that team or whatever to go, and then when I get the security's there too, and like so, the one security guard's already there, and I'm thinking like, okay, I'm going to throw down with somebody. This is going to be the best rotation of my entire life. And so I'm all pumped. My whole life. I'm all amped and like ready to go. And I'm walking these other like these these big dudes are on the elevator. I'm like, let's go let's take this dude out. I'm picturing there's some like linebacker. It is like a freaking ninety pound lady, and like who's a hundred. And she's in the.
1: They're stronger than you think.
0: Apparently, because <laughs> the guard that was in there, there was two guards that were partners. Like they were supposed to have each other's back. The guy that was there, um, was the, on scene first. Literally was like, I, I wouldn't want him to protect me in any scenario in life. He's just not, not an athlete. The guy that was in the elevator with me was, like, he's supposed to be his partner look like a G.I. Joe and like, combat boots on, like, took his job, like, super serious. And then, so, I, we get on there, and the, this dude's, like, trying to pull this lady into, into the into, like, back her into her bed, and she's, like, fighting him, and uh, he's really struggling. And uh, the other guy that was, like, the G.I. Joe looking at just looks at me and looks back at that guy, and he's just, like, shaking his head. And just, like, with one arm, just, like, grabs the lady and, like, brings her back. And I was, like, I just felt so bad with the other dude because I was, like, ah, that must be... Very terrible to be that guy on the team. Mike was ready for the sleeper hold. Right. Whatever they call
2: it. He was ready to bring her down. (laughs) Surprised you didn't, actually.
1: My favorite thing is all of the stuff that they're called. So, like, um, I found out that it's called B-52. It's like Benadryl and then five and, wait, B-52. So, yeah. Five of Haldol, two of Ativan. And
0: then 25 of
1: Twenty-five, Vendor. of Vanderbilt,
0: Yeah, <laughs> Amelia likes to not be close to the microphone when she talks. There you go. Perfect. Well, most guests it's don't. It's it's they don't. It's very it's very weird because you feel like you're like yelling into it, but it does sound like yes. I'm yelling
1: into it's it. it.
2: Probably because it smells bad from our breath or something. Maybe we, just <laughs> we don't use that much. That's so true. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's fresh, minty fresh,
0: minty fresh. We clean them. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> so um, okay, we'll go back. I want to definitely go back to that, but um, the uh, we're skipping all over the place. That's fine. This is, this is episode's going rogue. It's fine. Um, but, uh, what made you kind of start like a happy pill? Like, like for you is a, is your career, like you're going to continue this when you finish school. I mean, what's your game plan with it? Like what made you think this was a good idea besides obviously some random dude telling you it was good.
1: <laughs> well, um, it keeps me entertained, I guess, is a lot of it. Um, I definitely want to continue it. I think that ultimately I think it would be really cool to, um, make study resources for students that are in healthcare professions. I think that that's probably the ultimate goal and the direction that I want to go in with the account, um, is doing something along those lines. I haven't really figured out what it's going to be, but, um, I think that'd be a cool direction to go.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. Good go. Ahead,
2: well, I was just going to say, it's, it's nice when you can turn a hobby into something that's a, a learning potential, like you're drawing and, uh, is your hobby. Talking is my
0: hobby. So, here we go. Here we are. Right? It works out so yeah. well. <laughs> no, I think, um, I definitely think that the hobby thing is good because if people who try to start like a, a side thing or whatever, like they don't like, enjoy that, it's kind of hard because you're already tired from work and you're not going to want to do something yeah. else. But, um, so I think that's part of it's good. But I think that uh, one, it already shows you're good at it because you have what, 2,000 followers after a month. Yeah. So, I mean, like that. if you yeah. have any idea how that's long fine. it took me to get two thousand, <laughs> like it, I was like, "Oh man, One hundred. what? Yeah, I was super pumped when I got to like one thousand. I was like, "It took me so long." No, but like, um, so you're obviously good at it. But I think, like, I know for me personally, like the stuff I've done with like Instagram and like um, you know the podcast with me and Cole, like it's actually opened up more doors for me than pretty much anything else, other than having my actual farm being giving me the ability to step into some of those things. Um, I mean, those the, that's been like the key element that's like allowed me to do certain things that I probably shouldn't be able to do at this point. <laughs> like, I mean, as far as like, like speaking at a conference, there's certain things like yeah. that. I mean, um, you know, we've just had a lot of opportunity. I mean, free, Cole's writing something for free CE now and, you know, they've, that's they've awesome. we've had some cool stuff happen that like I normally would just, not even considers like a possibility and like these are people reaching out to us now so it's cool
1: and you get to learn really cool things about people and about practice all over the world like mm-hmm. it's an easy way to connect with people and figure out how things are different and how um, people use drugs differently and practice differently in their setting
0: I, I mean I know for us too we've met some really cool pharmacists yeah. and other healthcare professionals through like Instagram and stuff yeah I mean I have Canada yeah uh,
2: Brazil, Saudi Arabia, yeah, a lot of people.
0: We had, like, five listeners in Egypt last yeah. month. <laughs> yeah. No way. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean... That's it's crazy. It's cool. But, like, um, I know... I, I think one of the big, like... And if you've heard our podcast before and, like, you're like, why the heck are they talking about this again? It is what it is. So, <laughs> fast forward. But, um, you know, for the new listeners that haven't heard this kind of spiel, I, I think you know, we're taught in school, like you need to network, you need to network, but then the tools they tell you to have, like how to network, they give you tools from like the eighties. And then that's kind of like what they expect. Um, yes, I think going to professional conferences and stuff is important. Sure. But I also think that using the internet and modern technology to get in front of people that maybe you would never have a chance to get in front of is also a very good tool. And then why more students aren't encouraged to kind of do that, I think is a, a little weird but
2: well now they are because all my students are
0: yeah I definitely try to get almost to some of them look at me like I'm insane <laughs> and others I'm like like Amelia I think are gonna be winners <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is no I, I think that's uh, whatever
2: I need to, to get an A or well to pass <laughs> I guess
0: no I, uh, I I just genuinely I mean I had a paper published with um, Brian Gilbert that was on the rotation or on the yeah, rotation on the podcast last episode um, I had a paper published in like the Emergen, uh, American Journal of Emergency Medicine um, because he allowed me to jump on the paper with him, not because I know so much about mm-hmm. that. And I, like, I would have never met him if it wasn't for Instagram. And yep. So it's like a whole publication from that. So, yeah, I just never know. And I think that uh, having your own version of a brand or whatever you want to – I hate that because everybody's just trying – nowadays everybody wants to be an entrepreneur and like have their own like, quote-unquote brand. I'm not talking about like a T-shirt brand. I'm talking about selling like, yourself as a healthcare provider Just, just being
2: recognizable as right. a person. You're exactly, just your name.
0: Your, out name. Though, your yeah. name is the brand. Is what I'm trying yeah. to get at. You know, unless I mean, unless you want to come up with a, like crazy cool name like core consult <laughs> <laughs> something like that. <laughs>
2: nobody knows and who nobody you. Nobody has.
0: Are. In fact, nobody
2: think, can find you on search results because they're like, what was that? Who is? What the, was that yeah. pharmacy podcast? Pharmacy I, podcast. What was that? I, can't I remember would, the name. <laughs> I saw
0: a text that um, one of my buddies got. Um, I, Blake. I think it was Blake Roach. Um, that when he was on rotation with me as a student, he had gotten a. Uh, Text from one of the, like the P2s or something, I forget who it was, but they were like, um, oh we we saw you were doing something with core console like who is that exactly? <laughs> they either think we're like a team. They either guy? think we're like a whole team of people or like like I don't know, it's weird. Like I've gotten a whole bunch of like could we get in touch with Cole? I'm like, it's me, dude. Like, <laughs> like it's, can we talk to Cole or Mike? I'm like, I'm talking. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> it's not there's no, there's no secretary here. Oh, but, oh yeah, let me uh, let me transfer you. Beep. <laughs> hey, this is Cole. <laughs> Different voice. Yeah. But no, I, I definitely uh, I'm I want to encourage students to kind of find their thing, whether it's a a podcast or a blog or video stuff or whatever, just to kind of like it sets you apart from everybody else. I feel like.
1: Yeah, and I feel like it's helpful too. Like, I want to be able to make things that I wish I had during pharmacy school. You know.
0: Do you feel like you learn the content better too?
1: Oh, after, absolutely. After
0: making it, because you want to make sure it's right. You want to call yeah. out. Yeah. Can Can we tell the one story you told us off? <laughs> The recording.
1: Oh my gosh! No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll save it. <laughs> I would feel bad.
0: <laughs> I want to tell. I
2: was like, <laughs> okay, I, you can I'm tell. just gonna be so surprised if Mike holds his tongue. Uh, I've never seen that happen before. I
0: almost did. I can't do it. <laughs> it's too funny. I, okay. I think so. Not Amelia. Somebody else will just say hypothetically. It was, it was Amelia.
1: With this being said. I love the fact that people do challenge what you yes. put on Instagram or anything. Like I think yes. that that's one of the greatest things about the healthcare community in general is it's like peer review essentially. Absolutely. And yeah. I, whoop, I think it's great. Yeah.
0: I'm totally not, not at all as I don't even have any idea who this person is, but, um, I, it, like I said, like she said, it's great to be questioned because it keeps you on your toes. Um, but I think somebody would, like saw one of the posts she made about the new, um, community acquired pneumonia guidelines. And I think, to say, well, we don't really said something about we don't really do this anymore, and gave her uh, an example of that, um, quoting the old guidelines that was on my page from before. And Amelia is the one that made that content for <laughs> my page, so she got a reference from her own self to challenge her that's own. Pretty cool. style, that's pretty cool. pretty funny. <laughs> At the same time, we love when you use
2: Core Consult as a source. Honestly, I think that if, if if your if school if you, doesn't take that as a primary source,
0: then you need to, then change, you need to schools. change schools. Cause you need they, to there's no hope for them. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I thought that was probably the greatest thing ever. Um, but, yeah, so, yeah. Hopefully that person's not offended because we don't mean to be. We called them out on our podcast. They obviously listen to our content. So. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Sorry. Uh, we think it's hysterical. That's good that you're keeping people yeah, on your toes. good. And using our content. Good for you. I like it. Even, you just got to make sure it's not old content. So we're, su-
2: we're supporting you. Yeah, for sure. unnamed person.
0: But um yeah so what uh so let's so you're very like artistic so like if what if somebody's who's like not artistic what what can do you have any ideas like what, like let's say we got Ryan Rosenblatt in here because <laughs> I know Ryan listens he is
1: <laughs> a very skilled human being just, <laughs> he's the greatest just, he's we <laughs> he, love you
0: Ryan <laughs> we really do but he's just not good at art <laughs> and he will be the first person to admit that so like what what would be a good like I know what advice I would give him what would you tell him
1: um, well I think. That I think, I don't know if you said it on the podcast or if you were just saying it earlier, is doing something that you don't get tired of that you're doing for you that you actually enjoy doing and other people might be interested to learn about. So obviously I'm going to be making content one way or another, whether or not I'm sharing it. Yeah. And so I think this was just a cool way of, I don't know, just sharing it with everybody else and everybody else has different strengths that... I don't know they can utilize. Yeah,
0: so like I'll continue to use Ryan as an example since he's not here to defend himself. But no, he so he's a fantastic like um, speaker. Like he's super confident when he talks to you. Patients trust Ryan.
1: Everybody trusts Ryan. He does, <laughs> it's
0: crazy. He's very confident in what he says. He may not <laughs> always be true, but he's very confident. <laughs> I see so much of myself in him. <laughs> pharmacists are one of the most trusted professions. So if you already have a trustworthy personality. Yeah. now he, he He's a very good speaker. So for him, I would say like, okay, well, just because you can't draw like or, you know, whatever, like you should definitely be doing some he form of... He paints a picture with his words. Right. Like some form of audio or something. Um, and getting that content out that way. Because there's... Every person that's in pharmacy school could somehow communicate with people or develop something. It doesn't have to always be by drawing stuff or whatever, but... Getting the content out there and kind of you building some sort of a... And don't just make a LinkedIn profile. LinkedIn's awesome, but don't just make a LinkedIn profile. I
1: made a LinkedIn profile yesterday.
0: Yeah? You're good. Yeah. I have one, too. I'm not dogging it. I'm just saying... <laughs> totally calling it.
2: Don't just make a LinkedIn no, profile. No, I'm saying don't
0: make a LinkedIn profile. And Listen, put, just like, don't
2: just make a LinkedIn profile. <sighs> cool. <Say> it's <laughs> so
0: important what I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> don't make a LinkedIn profile and then just literally just have it sitting there with your name on it and then never post anything and then just kind of like, oh, this is me, Yeah, we're connecting. Like, no, you're not. You're not talking to anybody. You just have connections of people who clicked on your picture. Um, put stuff on, like they have a whole bunch of video options now you can do is you can post the same stuff basically and you can on Instagram on LinkedIn. Just, you know, people are, Probably want to keep it a little bit more professional on LinkedIn <laughs> just because people get offended a little bit more easily on there. But other than that, um, yeah, you can do a lot They with do, it. don't they? Yeah. That's because that's supposed to be like, oh, it's so professional. People get
1: offended on LinkedIn. Not, f- offended, Not offended, but they're
0: like, they're like this is a professional organization. Like, why would you, like, I have this hat on. They're like, why are you supposed to be talking <laughs> yeah. about podcast and you got a backwards, you know, snap back or, or you're not professional uh, you know and
1: how dare you uh, yeah
0: exactly and like i don't really care about that stuff <laughs> but and so but i'm saying that, that like if you're really like worried about that then you know keep it professional professionally like and then be wear the snapback on instagram
2: yeah save it <laughs> or, for the non-professional
0: where there ain't no rules. Yeah, <laughs> no rules but um yeah i definitely i don't know i definitely think that uh students need to be looking at that ahead of time and my least favorite excuse ever is when students are like, I'm just too busy, which is why I'm so glad you started this when you were a P4 because you're on rotation, you're doing a bunch of stuff, you're doing your projects, and yet you put out quite a bit more content than I've been doing even lately, (laughs) and I'm like, okay.
1: Well, you're doing it anyways. Like, I'm already, especially if you're in school, like in didactic years, you're making study guides already. Exactly.
0: That's the part that they don't realize, like, oh, I don't have time. I'll start it when I get done. No, you won't. You have endless supply of incoming knowledge right now and topics and things like that you're having to look up. Like, Start now, because then it's already a habit. Like, I wish I had started mine when I was in school. Like, that would have been great. Um, and then you'd be six years in. Something. Yeah. Then you'd have, then you'd have a million followers. At least. If Man, I, if what I are you thinking? If I don't have a million followers by the next year, I, I, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, but yeah, seriously, I mean, I think that uh, it, using that excuse is going to be the quickest way to not do it at all when you get out of school. And, including like looking up, you know, just if we, whether you're publishing stuff or not, if you're just like, um, you know, I can always continue people to like, continue their education on their own, right. like daily, you can, you know, learn something new every day. And I have a lot of students that'll tell me, well, I'm already learning so much in school. I already have stuff I have to learn for rotation. So, you know, I'll just start that when I get done. I'm like, that's not how habits work. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, you won't. And uh, yeah, trust, you won't, me. trust me, it's super easy to watch Netflix and Disney Plus now or whatever it's called and, yeah. and be real cushy and not read stuff about journal articles and you know crap like that anymore. So I don't know. I just think you need to start when you're school if you can. You got time. If you ever, I remember one person told me I didn't have time and then the next day I saw him on Instagram at the beach. I was like, you liar. Well, <laughs> they don't have time, they're at the beach. They're at the you know? beach, they didn't have time for it. I was like, okay, you're dead to me. <laughs> you
2: can't study when you're at the beach. Which I actually used to do that a lot. Did you? That's cool. I, you know? I couldn't see the beach. I did for like a semester either. in, in the, wind. Just the, yeah, wind. the wind.
0: Yeah, it's the wind. It's too yeah, much.
2: Yeah, but then okay. I was like, oh, I'll bring my pot. my iPad out there. Can't sand. see it. Can't oh, see and it. you can't see it. Yeah, yeah, well, you turn the brightness up a lot. You can. But can't? it's sand. Okay. Get That's yourself an good. umbrella. Yeah. That'll
0: look cool. Yeah. <laughs> Just cold by yourself. a <laughs> gigantic umbrella. <laughs> that may have happened a couple times. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. But, yeah, so um, I don't know. Anything else to add about that? I mean, people are probably tired of hearing me rant about that, but I do think it's important. So
1: Let's talk about acute agitation. Let's do
0: it. Let's get get clinical again and serious. Yeah, kind of
2: going back to the beginning um, with agitation and aggression, situations where you would want to probably stick somebody with something that's going to sedate them before – you know they injure somebody there are differences and it doesn't really matter but you know i would say that one kind of preempts the other so agitation is just excessive motor or verbal activity not necessarily any focus or intent of the motor or verbal activity whereas aggression whether it's provoked or unprovoked is intended to cause harm whether it's towards like an object say the person's just really hating the lamp and they're just gonna they're just going to take out all their aggression on that lamp. That's a lot better than towards a person. I feel like he's done that before. That was a really good impression. <laughs> Sometimes the lamps just aren't looking at you right. You know when you've been doing like an all-nighter, right? Mm-hmm. You've had too much monster, and that lamp is just looking at you wrong.
0: Uh-huh. Sometimes you've got to break some light bulbs. I have been in that situation 17 times before. <laughs> <laughs> this month.
2: Uh, listen, anyway, so your violence would be if somebody's directing it towards a human being and not a lamp. Um, so that's kind of the different the strata of uh, those three
0: i'd say lamps matter too but that's just me oh you're you're, you're more evolved than i am obviously i'm more woke <laughs> you're more woke than i am <laughs> <sighs> this is the safest place okay it's not <laughs> at all um but uh yeah that uh, so and i'm asking this to you guys because i actually this is totally not my area but it's what's the difference between like delirium agitation like how can we kind of What's the difference? Do you guys have a good Um, definition for us?
1: Well, so I feel like delirium in general, you think about patients that are often in the hospital for long periods of time, um, elderly patients, people in the ICU um, who often have other comorbidities, other illnesses that they're dealing with, Um, whereas you think acute agitation um, and aggression. You think of patients that just came into the ED and they're throwing things, you know.
2: Yeah, and and it can it definitely lead to delirium, but I would say they are definitely separate and independent and, and treated the, differently. And treated differently, right? So you would you'd want to diagnose them differently. I would consider delirium more severe in most instances. It's agitation and um, aggression is mental in some ways, but I'd say delirium is more of a psychotic issue in the moment, um, resulting in you know confusion, uh, reduced awareness of surroundings, and. Yeah, definitely going to be treated differently, but we're we're not talking too much about delirium because that is a totally different treatment. Yeah. Um, more about agitation, and aggression today.
1: Yeah, and also one thing to mention as well is that we do prefer oral options if it's available, but um, in this basement population, that's not always an option. So. Yeah,
2: I don't want to be the one sticking my finger in that agitated guy's mouth, right? Giving him a pill. Is <laughs> that <laughs> how you do <doing>? it? <laughs> Right, unless you just, you know, you can go all like paper football on them.
0: Yeah. That's That'd be it. impressive. That'd that be a scale. Be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, as you start yelling, ah, throw it in there. <laughs> it's never been done before. We could use like a rubber
2: band slingshot, you know? We should.
0: If we could do that. If we could actually get that on film, I'm pretty sure we'd go viral with that. Yeah, I would think so. That'd be great. Um, and then I guess it also depends on you know what is causing the agitation whether it's intoxication from drugs or if it's intoxication from alcohol alcohol withdrawal um psychiatric illness on you know it's kind of like that baseline and it's, you know getting worse and agitation is coming from that um so there's a whole bunch of different things and I, I um amelia sent me a really cool kind of breakdown um of a algorithm you can kind of follow to kind of figure out which the best treatment option so we'll go through that um but i guess the first thing would be to see uh Again, what type of like agitation or, like what's causing the agitation, right? And like in, and if, if it's associated associated with delirium at the same time, I think is important to say are two different things. Is there agitation due to baseline delirium? Is that right? Does that sound yeah. right, Amelia?
1: Yeah. Which can be difficult to determine in a lot of cases, but definitely. Yeah.
0: Um, and then, if it is uh, a, like a intoxication of some kind, figuring out whether what that is, whether it's a stimulant, um, you know, the person take seventeen Adderall for kicks and giggles, <laughs> turns out they have way too many giggles, <laughs> <laughs> not enough kicks, not enough <laughs> kicks. Maybe their heart. Maybe that's about it. But now, so I and mean, how we we can the decision tree of kind of following that that through. Yeah. Um,
1: Which usually we use benzos, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. If this person has a stimulant, um, oral benzos, if possible, and then um, parenteral uh, benzos like lorazepam, um, IM or IV, I guess, could be an option if you Mm -hmm. can get IV access. Um, And that can also be if the person is having, um, if you're worried about like um, alcohol with like, if you have agitation associated with delirium and you're worried about alcohol withdrawal um, and not so much intoxication, then you can also use benzos as well. Yep. Um, what else, Cole? What do, you, what do you have about this? I'm just kind of going down this tree. Well, I know we weren't going to talk too
2: much about if, if, if you know, if it was or wasn't alcohol or, um, like, benzodiazepine associated. But if you don't think it's that um, and it's not related to a stimulant and it's just agitation potentially associated with delirium, then you can consider some other options. And um, they really want to avoid benzos if you can, depending on the situation. Um, but uh, you'd want to try uh, an oral second-gen antipsychotic if you can get them to take something oral, um, if like uh, Risperidone, Risperidol, uh, Zyprexa, or um, first-gen like Haldol. I uh, could also try... Parenteral if they are not going to take it orally, uh, which is more than likely what's going to happen. Um, Cypraxa, but also geodon or a parental first gen like Haldol.
1: I feel like I saw a lot of Seroquel when you were for delirium. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
2: For delirium. People
1: love Seroquel, which makes sense because you're not as worried about QT prolongation. It's easier to use in general. Um, but that wouldn't be something that we would want to use in the setting of like the emergency department for acute agitation. Um, just because it is so sedati- sedating and it's associated with orth- orthostatic hypotension. So.
2: Right, and we talked a little bit in our, um, actually a fair amount in our antipsychotic podcast about EPS symptoms. You can still have EPS symptoms even with like a single dose or like, you know, sometimes people have to have multiple doses of, um, you know, first-gen or second-gen antipsychotics. Seroquel would be low risk for that. Uh, but then, you know, something like Haldol, the first-generations would be at a high risk for EPS stuff.
1: So we give it with Benadryl. Yes, or lorazepam, because apparently if you give Haldol and lorazepam, you're also less likely to have um, EPS, which I thought was kind of interesting.
0: Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then if a person is coming in with agitation due to intoxication from actual alcohol, so they're not going through withdrawal, maybe they're just, they partied a little too hard and they're agitated from actual um, intoxication, then um, we, still would, we would still avoid benzos in that case because... Um, even with or without delirium, we'd still avoid benzos because they're not going through withdrawal symptoms, um, and we would go right to the antipsychotics. Yeah, um, definitely. Again, same ones that uh, uh, Cole mentioned, but most likely halopuridol. Um,
1: yeah, because it's cases. been studied the most. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was I was reading is um, because halal is so old. I feel like it's kind of like warfarin that you know yeah, it just like it works all the the warfarin of anticoagulants it works 60%
0: of the time every time, <laughs> every time.
1: <laughs> exactly um, but it's been studied so much more um, especially in intoxication so that's usually the go to um, another thing that i thought was interesting was specifically uh olanzapine i think is you can't use they don't recommend using olanzapine in combination with benzodiazepines or um, in especially in intoxicated patients. So I think that that was something specific in the label was that um, you probably shouldn't use olanzapine with, uh, in combination with. Yeah,
2: vinters. I feel like they come up with that stuff because when I was looking at studies, there's just all these like retrospective things where it's like Haldol versus uh, olanzapine and promethazine for sedation within 15 minutes and all this kind of stuff. And this was better than this and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I think that's where they come up with this these little... Particular things about like don't use this with alcohol or don't use this yeah. along with this um, But I don't know a lot of these seem like they're you know if you if, if it's there's a situation. I'm sure you'll have a protocol with your hospital about what to give in, in most
0: situations But I feel like majority of these are probably gonna work. Okay. Yeah, and I, th- I think too like the reason why they break it out between like, so going like back to a person who has agitation, it's like agitation and delirium. The reason they look for alcohol withdrawal, yes or no, is because benzos can make the delirium worse. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that you're protecting them from the alcohol withdrawal if that's what's causing it. But um, if not, then you want to you take that risk away of making the delirium worse while you fix the agitation.
1: Yeah. And you worry about with like acute intoxication, um, about respiratory depression, if you're thinking about alcohol.
0: Yeah, that's also a very good point. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which I think the issue was with, um, like, olanzapine was that they had decreased, like, i t 2 sat or something, but hmm. I think it was a small study. I don't think that it was definitive, per se, but it was just something that they had noticed.
0: That's interesting. Um, wait, is that something you saw in that uh, review paper you sent me, or mm-hmm. is that something you saw on rounds or something?
1: It's something I saw in the review, That's yeah. That's cool. We'll yeah. have to
0: look into that and figure out if we can, like, dive into it. The-
1: yeah. One is of the, the things that um, I thought was interesting too is they talked about medications that we would not use first line mm-hmm. and um, included in that was aripiprazole just because it's slightly less effective than the other ones, um, quetiapine because of orthostatic hypertension, and then they included clozapine which if is anybody's it, using clozapine first line for acute agitation.
0: That's my go-to. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, but I thought that was kind I, of I'm funny. Making, I'm making
0: get their absolute neutrophil count first though. <laughs> <laughs> so I take, uh, can somebody get labs on this guy? It it's not super time effective. Or I stick him with the claws, beam, please.
1: Like I thought that was funny. That was funny. I was day. tickled. <laughs> Um, so don't use clozapine. <laughs>
0: it's pretty much that their go-tos are, if you're going to use a second generation, their go-tos are risperidone and olanzapine. They're really the only two they keep recommending, right? Um,
1: so if you're able to give risperidone, uh, PO, because we don't have, um, IM. am, yeah. hmm Yeah. And it seems like people do like olanzapine. I feel like I see that less. I see a lot of Haldol. So a lot of Haldol. But I think it's, I think it's definitely, um, in different so. places, people use different stuff.
0: And to President too, I left off. I at, yeah, there's three of the second generations. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Halidol, I think, is the at least when I've only inpatient stuff I've done is usually like, rotations and whatnot. But Halidol was the couple times I saw them needing to calm patients down. was Halidol. Yeah. Halidol or yeah. band, That's what I always saw. Yeah. It's uh, Lorazepam. That's the one that has uh what is it, polyethylene um, glycol. Yeah. And yeah. they can get. Um, into the, uh, toxicity from that an yeah. IV an version isn't uh, that the one? Yeah, yeah I think so too. Facts. Yeah, <laughs> haven't thought about <laughs> I that I in might five
1: I <laughs> post about that. Did you? I think I did.
0: <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't remember. That's cool. Um, can we? Uh, who who made this? Uh, I didn't even see who actually wrote. Which group wrote this article?
1: So it was um, the Project Beta. Which I guess they made a bunch of different ones because this was one out of a couple that I found um, that were from like this Project Beta. But um, this was the best review, I guess, or guidelines that I was able to find um, that really laid it out well.
2: Project Beta, pretty sweet sounding name. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like a lot of hospitals Mm -hmm. out of uh, California and then um, one in Mississippi one in New York one in Connecticut yeah because
1: there's there's not a ton of data out there on um, what to use in this situation which is why I thought it was kind of cool
0: people just kind of they have their own protocols in each institution that's cool
2: a lot of clinical stuff
0: I, um, I like it because we talked about this um, when we did the Schizophrenia podcast. Um, that group uh, out of like Harvard Medical and a couple of places where they have um, it's the Psychopharmacology Institute or whatever, and they have like, all kinds of different projects they're working on where they're developing like their own versions of algorithms and things like that for things that don't exist, like schizophrenia, and have their decision trees kind of laid out based on all the evidence, it's it's cool to like see some of that stuff people are working on.
1: Yeah, psych's tough. I like, I think it's so interesting because it's hard to make a definitive diagnosis Mm -hmm. of someone. And it's so, everything that we do is based on, okay, so we think that the patient has A, B, or C, Mm -hmm. and then the treatment follows that, but it's just difficult to get the diagnosis right to begin with.
0: We need to do another podcast. Um, this is how we have our meetings, by the way, Amelia. On, on the recording. Live on air. On the recording. so everyone Everybody sees how the sausage is made. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Um, we need to do a, a podcast on like, because we've done depression when we went through like start and yeah. the base thing. But we need to like really like go more in depth and look at like, okay, well, like if we're looking at just unipolar depression, like, okay, that's that like... Um, you know, atypical depression or if they have, like, mixed episode depression. Like, yes. we you start getting into, like, the small signs of hypomania but not true bipolar disorder and then, like, how that affects the decision tree. Yeah. Because that's the stuff that I'm going through right now with our behavioral health team at work. And that stuff's really... Blow mm-hmm. my mind. Yeah. And yeah.
1: like schizophrenia versus like schizoaffective. And like so, yeah. oh my gosh, super interesting.
0: Maybe we'll just do a month long psych. We're just gonna
2: let's do psych.
1: psych
0: I'm all done. about it. Which are okay. first about it,
2: our, I think episode seven. Maybe in our first ten episodes, we did a really good one on bipolar. It was an overview, but I think it's a pretty good overview of bipolar. And it might but be updated really, by now. It probably is. <laughs> and we've only done antipsychotics since then, so it's not like we've done a whole lot of psych stuff.
0: We definitely can go back and do some depression stuff
1: and, and really go uh, in depth. Oh we did PPS. depression too, yeah. Yeah. EPS would be cool and the yes. treatments yeah. for EPS because they're kind of weird
2: Yeah, we talked about it a little bit in that antipsychotic, antipsychotic. But we, could yeah. go more we in went into it
0: quite a bit with uh, Patrick He was trying to give us some of his theories right Patrick Key K-E-Y oh yeah that's, that was Patrick because he, yeah, he's applying for his PGYT right now yeah. and so he kept saying I was like that's K-E-Y <laughs> 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 throwing him under the bus every time he said something ridiculous yeah I love, I love Patrick too They're yeah. like They're extra mean On this episode We're just making fun Of our buddies that was a funny That's all. one That was I laughed a lot I actually one. got Quite a bit of uh, Feedback about how Somebody somebody actually wrote We need to have Patrick On more often Because it's the only Person that can Put me back on my toes I was like <laughs> Okay first of all <laughs> Who felt said like a, that I can't remember I think I think Blake Roach did oh, really? um, One of our other Former guests Yeah and So yeah Turns um, out people end up being famous After coming on here Huh? It's pretty funny Yeah, I saw Blake In a random blog That he wrote For some other group Or whatever look at this guy <laughs> blowing up. Um, Amelia is definitely going to take us over for sure. Like yeah. no no it's just a matter of time basically. No. Will be coming on her podcast yeah. at some point. Hey Amelia remember me. <laughs> <laughs> Can I come on your
1: podcast? Can you tag me on something? So, so yeah, please, please tag me. I could never me. do that. I'm better with the the pictures than the words. <laughs> uh,
0: you don't know that. <laughs> I think it's if uh I think a podcast might be in your future you never know.
2: <laughs> Mike wants everybody to do a podcast. I think it's key. Yeah. yeah. Patrick
0: key. Kate, you are. I can't wait to tell them we included them again in this episode. Yep. Um, I need to make sure I tag everybody from this episode and be like, hey, we talked about all y'all. Yeah. <laughs> we dropped some names tonight. So many more we could add too, but we'll, yeah. it. we'll save it. We'll keep it there. Um, what else? I mean, anything else that you want to throw out there while we're um, talking about this?
1: There's a bunch of cool names for them. So I already mentioned B-52, which I think is, I think that's really. Based on the World very War two bomber or something? Yeah, very clever. <laughs> cool Cool, cool, cool. Um, and then also um, Nick was telling me that people call it a dart in the ED. A dart? A dart, yeah. That's cool. Like yeah. a dart gun. So I thought like, that, that was pretty cool.
2: Like when we're giving shots, you're supposed to, you know, a dart. Is that, I guess I would is that how you give your shots? That literally is, yes. It's one like that yes
0: he took it the way he learned it properly in school and he's like nah <laughs> it, it truly is like i do nothing says, and that's how i train people too i will do it because what what happens if his left hand gets cut off one day yeah and he's no he's gonna have it one hand already <laughs> well, nothing practiced.
2: against how we were taught but it i did it for a little while and it was just i would go like this and it was so cumbersome to bring that second hand over and so right. i was like listen I that's can, hard out there it's like it's boom it's boom it's boom we're good boom boom and I'm sure that everybody got a great visual of that listening to this. Boom, it's
0: boom, it's boom. Boom,
2: it's boom, it's boom. Uh, but One I basically give the one-handed... the best tutorials on immunization administration we ever had. I basically give one-handed <laughs> shots and... I've, di- I've done and we don't care probably 1,500 shots in the last couple months. So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, it's working. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. What am I supposed Thanks. to say, man?
0: I don't give shots. I'm a master of the one-handed shot. <laughs> I haven't given a shot in like a year now. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell my MAs to do it. <laughs> I'm going to go back to my office. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but, yeah, the, that's, that's interesting. I can't wait to tell... Uh, Doctor uh, James stared about that. Let <laughs> him know you just totally don't.
2: disapprove of my methods.
0: Hey, uh, remember how you taught how to do it back in the day? Yeah, he said screw that method. I'm like, turning. It his
2: way. I'm turning his interns against him. Like yeah, oh, yeah don't do it, Stairs. Don't right. do it his way. Yeah. Do it my way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. can't wait to tell him. Um, my hands are too small. It's okay. It's okay. You just, only just do need it. one. <laughs> do it right. <laughs> oh jeez. So what else, Amelia? What other any other cool terms besides the dark cool
1: terms? Um. So this one I learned from Doctor Haney. Um. So when you give somebody midazolium, mm-hmm. you medazzle them. I thought that was what? pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. them. Yeah. That's so those cool. are my those are my cool psych terms. to cool. medazzle that guy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's being too loud. Perfect. Perfect use of the word. Yeah. That
0: was a very good example. <laughs> that's great. That's uh, that's pretty pretty awesome. I can't wait to start doing that all the <laughs> time. He The guy's fine. Yeah yeah. No, he needs to be medazzled. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> all right. So what, anything? What else for you, Millie? What else you got planned for this year?
1: Um, I don't know yet. So I've got I'm actually on my last um clinical rotation. Oh, that's right. Which is exciting. I forgot
0: about that cuz you're doing the insane decision to continue your education after pharmacy school. <laughs> so what do you what do you tell us about that? Cause we talked about it real briefly on the podcast before, but when you were here, but
1: Um, I'm going to work in Dr. Wooster's lab and I'm going to try to learn chemistry and actually make drugs. Heck yeah. I'm really excited. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's cool. So you're going to have a PharmD PhD, right?
1: Yeah. If it all works out, you know. Yeah.
0: hear that, Cole? Huh? PharmD PhD? Yeah. We have one doctorate. She's going to have uh, two. She's going to have two. Oh. She's got to show everybody. I don't know why, what we were thinking living our lives the way we did, but <laughs> now I feel like a slacker. <laughs> but uh, no, that's really, really cool. So you start, you finish your last clinical rotation this month or next month?
1: This month. So, so I'll, this I'll be day. done and I'll be in my um, like research rotation. So we have to do seven direct patient care electives or mm-hmm. direct patient care rotations and um I started in May, so Still just the knocked group. them out. Nice. Yeah. Um and then next month I'll be starting research.
0: Heck yeah. yeah. Well you have an undergrad in biochem, right?
1: Um just biology.
0: Biology. So yeah. how like how does that work, like kind of going into the lab saying since you're so used to doing patient care stuff? Do they actually like reteach you some of the lab techniques and stuff like that or
1: so it's very much figure it out yourself in a lot of ways. Luckily, um, everybody in the lab is brilliant, and Dr. Wooster is awesome at chemistry, so they're willing to help you in any way. So if you need to learn how to do something, they're completely willing to show you. But it is kind of intimidating because everybody in the lab, is, they're chemists. Yeah. Um, and I'm definitely not a chemist yet. Yet.
0: <laughs> That's cool. That's really cool. Um, so when you finish school in like a hundred years from now, like would, when I'm 50, when you're 54, (laughs) you'll be out of school. And so what are you going to do? Do you think you see yourself doing something in patient care as well? Or are you going to stay and do research? You think and try to actually be on the front line of creating the drugs?
1: I want to do both. Okay. which I don't know if it's possible. I don't know what it would look like, but I would love to
0: super possible because, uh, Dr. Er, um, Eric, uh, uh, was on the podcast. Uh He's a MD PhD. Yeah. He i mean runs like the hep c program kind of thing and also has a lab that deals with um Viruses. And yeah, that's like, so, yeah, that's no, the goal. Yeah, he's doing it. So it's super possible. Apparently, it sounds rough, but you can do it. <laughs>
1: I think that'd be so cool. It's like
0: yeah. a lot of school. I think I I think that'd be super cool. I mean, yeah, because I, and I, I had no business being anywhere near a lab, but I think that uh, would you keep, are
1: always welcome to come to the lab. <laughs> oh,
0: well, <I'd> be doing. <laughs> some, Mike loves going in some lab. <laughs> I do. I don't know what I'm doing in there. <laughs> fun to hang out. Science, <laughs> I, definitely science. I love doing science, <laughs> but um, I think that uh, it would keep you like kind of from getting like, I guess, bored. I don't yeah. I get bored super easily with stuff. So that's why I constantly try to find new things to do. So I feel like if you're doing research and patient care, like you're always mixing it up, I think that'd be good.
1: And it makes it matter more. Like it's really easy to get removed from what's needed or what's relevant or what's actually going to help people and help clinicians. And, um, I don't know.
0: Yeah. That's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be cool. I can't wait to, uh, utilize your labs for my own content <laughs> one, one day it's going to be great so we, plus we'll, you'll open up a whole new uh, area of getting in PhDs to yeah. uh, talk to
1: yeah
0: so we, absolutely Yuri Peterson supposed to be coming on here soon oh my gosh I mean,
1: you need to have Yuri yeah, Peterson he's gonna be on here
0: on. he even said he goes how uh, how like offensive do you want me to get with <laughs> my kids I was so like uh, I don't care <laughs> He he uh, he's he's the man, and love talking to him. He's very uh, like out of the box thinking, yeah. very smart guy. Yeah, he he works in drug discovery and stuff over yeah. at
2: Musa. So I just want to end on uh, speaking of being tickled. Uh, this tickled me as I, <laughs> as I was reading the uh, like the definitions of acute agitation. I just want to see if this reminds us of anybody uh, oh, in, in this room. Um, so acute agitation. <laughs> yeah. So some one study defined it as a state of motor restlessness accompanied by mental tension. Uh, another study uh, <laughs> defined it as explosive and or unpredictable anger, intimidating behavior, restlessness, pacing, or excessive movement, uh, physical and verbal, uh, demeaning or hostile verbal behavior, uncooperative or demanding.
0: Mm, yeah. Okay, so first of all, <laughs> here's the thing about that. I agree with a couple of those, <laughs> but, but not all of them. So basically, I just need to keep some Haldol on hand. Uh, just in case. Yeah, just in case. Listen... First of all, I'm super nice. Second, <laughs> second of all. Amelia, was I ever intimidating to you on rotation?
1: Of course not. No,
0: thank you. Of course you. not. No, Mike pa- is... The story I told about Patrick and stuff like that <laughs> last week, like, threatening him and all that stuff like that, it was completely for his own good. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, be yes. he needed to go to residency, and he was not going to do it. So, Mike is super nice. Like I was, we
1: might uh, have to medazzle you. Though. I, I was
0: very encouraging to Amelia. never I once threatened her with a chokehold. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is like a cuddly little teddy uh, bear. Yeah, basically. No. And, I, and, no, I see potential in people, and I want you to... To go for it. If I thought you sucked, I would just kind of be like, "Okay, you're doing great. I'll talk to you never," and that would be that. But uh thanks, Cole. Thanks for saying I'm. Oh yeah, chronically agitated. (laughs) 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 Sorry, I had to do that. (laughs) Just after
1: like the third or fourth monster. People, yeah.
0: (laughs) People gonna be like, "What the heck are they talking about this episode?" (laughs) All right. Anything else, guys? That's all I got.
1: That's all I got.
0: So um, how can people contact you? Because inevitably people are going to want to, I'm sure. They'll be like, well, unfollow me and follow you instead. So
1: um, what's your I,
0: Instagram handle?
1: Uh, happy Pills Rx. Easy enough. Yeah. Is
0: it like a with, uh, happy pills with a Z at the end or is it? There's no Z. No Z? Okay, no,
1: well. It's just an S. You
0: didn't want to do it like I no. did and make it super hard to spell? <laughs> how do you spell Rx? Okay. Nice. Yeah, good. How dare you?
1: <laughs> how dare you? <laughs>
0: Oh, I said that I didn't realize how often I say how dare you about stupid stuff. That's
1: my favorite catchphrase of I'm, all time. Until
0: Amelia pointed out, she's like, do you realize you said that 18,000 <laughs> times a day about everything? I was like, now I did. <laughs> I think about that a lot now, actually. How I've dare never, you? Yeah, I've never once thought about that <laughs> until then. But, uh, yeah, so make sure you please go follow Amelia on uh, Instagram. Um, do you have any other social media platforms you're using? You started Facebook, right?
1: Um, yeah, I just did that thing where I, like, turned on the yeah. share too.
0: Yeah, that's what we basically do. Exactly. And then we'll show you a couple of things you can do with the slideshows and stuff that we didn't talk about today, but we'll roll those out later. We'll keep it a secret for now. Um, But uh, so Facebook, Instagram, anything else? I guess it's kind of on Twitter. Twitter, okay, cool. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Push to Twitter. Got it. (laughs) I know the drill. (laughs) Um, Cool. So make sure you do that, and then uh, I maybe we'll put her email if she's cool with that in the uh, show notes you can contact her if you have any questions if you're trying to inspire to be like her um i'm sure she would be willing to give you some advice she's pretty cool so um or maybe she will just tell you no (laughs) she's not gonna (laughs) give you any advice who knows
1: i'll give anybody advice (laughs) yeah
0: but uh yeah make sure you check her stuff out um and then thank you guys as always for following the podcast um i know this episode was a little crazy and off the wall but um you know it's late and we're having fun. So uh, thanks for listening. And uh, if you do like it, we'll probably try to get back on track next episode with uh, being more, you know, quote unquote clinical. But um, we'll, uh, we'll figure that out next time. But thank you guys so much. Make sure you subscribe, leave a comment, or rating, all that fun stuff. And then we will see you next time. Later.